Welcome, dear listener, to Alien Radio, a different kind of oldies program. My name is John Lovering, and I am happy to be your host of this podcast that celebrates the tremendous talent that made the golden age of radio possible. And on this track, I feature an episode of Vic and Sade, a radio show that ran from 1932 to 1946. It was the most popular series of its kind, with over 7 million listeners of the five-day-a-week 15-minute episodes for most of its 14-year run. It starred Art Van Harvey as Victor Gook, Bernadine Flynn as Sade Gook, Victor's wife, and Bill Idelson as their adopted son, Rush. The Gooks lived on Virginia Avenue in the small house halfway up the block, somewhere in the United States, and the characters in the show were known as Radio's Home Folks. It is all about the dialogue, and it is a wonderful series. It's been a while since I've played one of these. On this track, you will hear a show from the 1940 season entitled Hank's $200 Wardrobe. It seems that a member of the Little Dipper Lodge, Hank Gutstop, wants to borrow some money from Vic. Now, Vic would never loan anyone money without making sure Sade was okay with it. So this episode is the discussion on whether to loan Hank Gutstop $200 for a wardrobe. And while this is going on, adopted son Rush needs some money to pay off a loan made to him by Miss Applerot. She loaned him nine cents, and she wants it back with interest. One cent. So he needs a dime from Vic or Sade. Sounds easier than it is. Remember, this show is all about dialogue, no music, no sound effects, just ordinary people of the 1940s carrying on a discussion about loaning and borrowing money. Vic and Sade on Heirloom Radio, a different kind of oldies program, and I thank you so much for listening. I do appreciate it. Well, sir, it's early evening as our scene opens now. And here in the living room of the small house, halfway up in the next block, we find all our friends assembled. Vic has just this moment arrived home from a game of indoor horseshoe at the residence of his friend Ike Neesuffer. He stands beside the Davenport, removing his overcoat, and Sade is saying... What did Hank Gutstaff want? Oh, did he telephone here? Yeah. And you told him where I was, huh? Mm-hmm. I figured he just took a chance I was at Ike's. A uh, footbath old elbow joint. Hang up Papa's hat and coat, really. Can I have a dime? No. You had another telephone call, too. Steve Chessbutter. What is on Steve's mind? Nothing important, he said. It could just as well wait till he sees you at the office tomorrow. Pull that coat by the collar, Sam. Want all the junk in the pockets to spill out? He's a feather-brained boy. Yeah. What'd Hank want? I want to tell you what he wanted. And you'll probably send your undershirt to Detroit, Michigan, parcel post. Money, huh? Yeah. Well, we got plenty of money. Gunny sacks full of money we got. And every time Dick and Harry in town is welcome to us. <laughs> What's funny? I see this is going to be difficult. No, go ahead. Give Hank got stop nine million dollars. Maybe we better postpone this discussion to some other time. It's the end of the day. You're tired. You have to be at least a little bit on the edge. I'll tackle you in the morning when your soul is full of sweetness and light. How are you, Pork Roast? All right, thanks. 
You're a good boy to hang my coat and hat in the hall. Can I have a dime? Why, no. No, you can't. I'd like to go over on Kelsey Street and call on Leland Richard. Trouble is, I owe him nine cents. Unless I got the money to pay him off, he'll be sullen and surly, and I won't feel welcome. Life is full of such tragedies, Carl Pasture. Lend me your handkerchief, and I'll wipe away this tear. Hmm. I'll play your shadow rummy, steady What'd Hank want? Oh, let's go into the thing tomorrow. What's the matter with now? You're not as receptive as I could wish. There's a steely look in your eye. You're fatigued after your day's activities. Oh, fiddle. That's the truth. Bosh. Sing me a song, Rush. Sing me some wistful little melody about angels and stars and flowers. If I had a dime, I'd beat it on over to Leland Richards' house. Yeah, go ahead. I got no dime. How much does Hank want you to shell out? <laughs> Can you stand a bombshell? Sure. Well, hang on to your chair and take a deep breath. Fifty dollars? Two hundred dollars. No. George, go fetch Mom the smelling salts. Also, bring a few damp towels for her forehead. Maybe you're you're fooling, of course. Uh -uh. Sure, you're fooling. Look at your grin. (laughs) It's a sheepish grin I'm grinning. Rush, do you have to twist and fidget and sigh and choke? I want to go call on Leland Richards. Well, go call on him. I got no dime. I owe Leland nine cents plus one cent interest. I won't be welcome at his house unless I've got the cash. You didn't actually mean that, did you? Two hundred dollars? Will you let me tell the story? I'll say. Where's the shovel? I'll shovel the money right in Hank's lap. We got plenty two hundred dollarses. Of course, I've been screaming for dining room curtains now ever since before Christmas, but there's no hurry about them. They can wait. Where's the shovel? I was afraid a touch of hysteria would result from You gonna give him two hundred dollars? Not without your permission, no. Oh, don't worry about my permission. Let me tell this business, say. Will you listen? <laughs> sure. Hank's gonna get a job. Hank's gonna get a job. Hank's always gonna get a job. Where's the wonderful job he's going to get this trip? I bet he's going to be King of Peoria. <laughs> Is that what he's going to be? King of Peoria? There's no use going into this tonight, Sade. You're tired and upset. Rush, will you stop that writhing and twisting? If you'll give me a dime, I'll take my departure. Give him a dime. Haven't any dime. Haven't any change at all. Two hundred dollars. Goodness gracious, peach tree bun. Hank Gutstop's going to get a job, so he wants us to fork over two hundred dollars. He's already got a job. Yeah? Yep. What doing? Singing in the choir of the Ellsworth Avenue Church. Ah. Oh. I speak truly. Singing in the choir of the Ellsworth Avenue Church. Yes. You fooling? No. Well, that's no job. I beg to differ. They pay? They pay. I'll tell you about it if you let me, kiddo. What's the $200 for? Why don't you permit me to explain the whole thing? Go ahead. Before you people get into your discussion, may I trouble you for ten cents? Go get my pocketbook. I expect it's My left-hand dresser drawer. Thanks very much. The Ellsworth Avenue Church has a quartet. Their tenor quit yesterday. Hank got the job. They were glad to procure his services. You know yourself what a fine singer Hank is. Sovereign state of Ohio, let me press you to my breast. Oh, would that o'er green pastures these tender feet might glide. He's dynamite when he sings them tunes to the large fellas. Not a dry eye in the house. I never knew they paid church choir singers before. Ellsworth Avenue Church has done so for years. What do they pay? Ten dollars a Sunday. Fin for morning services and a fin for evening services. What's a fin? Five bucks. Well, it's sure news to me they paid choir singers. Never did at our church. 
Hank will earn $10 a week then, huh? $10 a week. And so on the strength of a $10 a week job, Hank wants you hey, to Emma. flank out a bushel basket full of money, huh? Let me tell you why he needs the money. Here's your pocketbook, Ma. Why? To purchase a suitable wardrobe. Clothes? Exactly. $200 worth? I guess there's a few other incidental expenses in addition to clothes. Okay, Mom, here's your purse. If you give me Dick, the I animal. think this is just the last straw. Do you? Yes, I do. Just the last straw. Well, you're the doctor. I won't press the matter. Golly, we're not rich. And I don't think I'm stingy either. I don't complain too much when you shell out little two-dollar dabs to Hank. Mom. But two hundred? Why, it takes my breath away. Mom. I don't like Hank at stuff. I never have liked him, and you know it. But all that off to one side. I don't know anybody in the world I'd fork over. What's the matter with you? Here's your pocketbook. When I want people to shake me by the shoulder, I'll say so. I just wanted to attract your attention. What do you mean, $200 for clothes? Is he going to buy a suit with diamond buttons on it? No, but he'll require a cutaway coat and morning pants and... I guess that stuff runs into dough. Well, why would a fashionable outfit like the Ellsworth Avenue Church hire a fella like Hank got stop in the first place? Hank Everybody knows he hangs around pool halls all winter and sleeps on the Illinois Central Depot platform all summer. Hank And is he's wonderful. no wonderful singer. Remember when he sang, My soul is a little gray mouse playing peekaboo with you? Yes, I remember. Miss Apparat said he was off key. But Miss Apparat's a slob. Miss Apparat gave music lessons years ago. Nevertheless, Hank is... Are you really playing with the idea of giving him $200? I'm leaving it up to you. Well, you know how I feel. Say, Hank Gutstop is the exalted little dipper of the sacred stars of the Milky Way. I I thought you'd bring up that Answer. Here's your pocketbook. Kiddo, Hank has never failed to pay me what he owes me. At this particular moment, he don't owe me a nickel. I realize that you... Yes? Yes, he is. One second. I can suffer. Hank got stopped, I think. Probably wants another hundred dollars piled on. Probably needs a pair of garters. Here's your pocketbook, ma'am. What you doing with it? You sent me upstairs after it. We'll be still said... a minute. Hello? Oh, yes, Hank. Yeah? Oh, when was this? Hmm. A tough break. Yeah, that's too bad. Well, in that case, then you... Uh-huh. Oh, I'm sorry, Hank. Yeah. Okay. You bet. So long, Hank. No soap. What? Elsworth Avenue Church decided not to hire Hank. So all our dramatic speeches and theatrical gestures were for nothing. Hot stuff, huh? You don't need to look mean at me. You're certainly looking mean at me. Hmm. Huh. Uh, can I have a dime? No. Man. What? Can I have a dime? No. Which concludes another brief interlude at the small house halfway up in the next block.